0: What's going on everybody? My name is Asmi Hongos, I am a web video producer, and we are back with another podcast. So first and foremost, I just want to say sorry if, uh, about the pops, and the P's, and the Z's, and you know, all the popping noises, uh, because I heard of the pop filter, but the pop filter, um, you, put, you put a clamp on it, and my desk is too big for the clamp, so, uh, sorry about the peas first and foremost, uh, but we're back. I'm really excited to talk about a lot of new things that have come up in the tech world. Um, you know, first and foremost, let's get the big thing out of the way, which is trying to get Elon Musk, meme lord, man on on, on a mission, man that's trying to get us to Mars. We're trying to get him on Hot Ones, and I am going to start a petition on change.org and uh hopefully sean evans sees it because we need that man on hot ones i mean we already got gordon ramsay we got i forgot i think gordon ramsay is the most interesting person uh, i've seen on there um but yeah first and foremost um i don't know if i'll have a website up yet but you can check the link in the description uh on my anchor and that'll be the easiest way to get this man on hot ones all right um so i don't know if it'll work you know there's a very important date coming up which is uh september 20th if we all know naruto runners people named kyle karens we're storming area 51 i mean i'm not i'm not um i don't have the funds um but if you are going let me know we'll review about that um but yeah Get Elon Musk on hot ones. Now that that's out of the way, uh, we're going to talk about uh, Hold on. Let me pull up these notes right here Okay, we are going to mainly talk about um, First and foremost, iPhone 11 iPhone 11 Pro and iPhone 11 Pro Max Um, And we're also going to talk about Yeah, I I think I've discussed this quite a bit Uh, I think this will be, I don't know how long the podcast is going to go. I only have 64 gig iPhone. So, and this is going to be hopefully at least 30 minutes, 45 at most. Um, and I keep on saying, um, but that's just part of the process, right? This is a podcast uncensored. Hope not. It has to be censored because I'm kind of portraying to the YouTube algorithm. So uh, iPhone 11. So let's talk about iPhone 11, uh, I think there's a lot of great things that came out of the iPhone 11 this year. You know, brand new A13 chip, a better display. uh, Base model 11 comes with two cameras, which we will be talking about. uh, Better face ID, um, pre-built iOS 13. And um, I think sort of like, you know, you can look at specs all you want. um, But having performance, showing performance in the real world is a very different and you know drastic thing you know you can simulate everything you want as often as possible you can give it to beta testers but until you get into the hands of real people um, these specs kind of don't mean anything um and, and i don't mean they're like oh they don't mean anything yeah you know apple great with software and hardware put together and they give us a beautiful ecosystem but the thing i'm excited for is you know i went from an iphone 6 to an iphone xr and it is like the, the a12 chip is really phenomenal um, I was noticing that my iPhone 6 was really laggy and when I jumped to the iPhone XR um, it was insane it was like this chip this software it's getting a lot better and I think that's you know that's that's how they do it that's how they mix it up but I'm excited for the new chip to see the performance because they're claiming that because of the chip there's gonna be way better battery life and We're gonna talk about battery life. Uh, This is gonna be also be your shopping guide to whether or not you should buy this because I'm gonna say, I'm gonna be honest. I think this is just a, you know, this is just kinda a filler for the 2020 iPhone which we are expecting way more out of this year. So again, base model with two cameras. Let's talk about the two cameras. I thought Apple was gonna do this thing where they were gonna give you like a telephoto lens and a regular standard like 35 50 mm lens. Um, you know as a former photographer I I looked at the iPhone like X with uh, two cameras, the XS as well. And to be quite honest, I would I never would really see a, a use for a telephoto like be realistic with yourself. Like I was I was a portrait photographer and I'm just like I, I don't I would never personally use that second lens because I would just always move with my feet right it's difference Uh, one of the lenses is gonna be way better than the other Um, usually the standard lens if you don't have a standard lens in 2019 that's good and sharp and clear then it doesn't really matter Um, then you're gonna fail Um, but I do like the fact that they introduced an ultra wide lens and a standard lens an ultra-wide lens is going to be way more useful. Um, And that just like talking from experience, right? Like, okay, I'm in a tight space. What am I going to do? I don't have any more space to back up, right? Um, So it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense to have a telephoto lens because you can always go further, right? But you can't go backwards. That makes, that makes a lot of sense. Um, But I think it's a good camera. I think what they're doing with the video like, if you saw the the, um, the way that they were describing it during the panel, the way that you're pulling focus slowly is going to be a game-changer, in my opinion. Just that ability to follow focus on such a small device and for them to, like, they're claiming all this stuff with their new technology and ridiculous XDR naming and, like, you know how they are. The, the, the names are getting kind of ridiculous. But um, I think it's going to be a really interesting... Piece of software to introduce to creatives because follow focus is one of the basics that you should be starting off with, but it's also one of the more difficult things uh, to follow focus, especially if you're, like, on an older camera. So I think it's really phenomenal. Um, I'm not a fan of the triple lenses, if I'm being honest. I just don't, like... I get the premise, you know, the best camera is the one that you have with you at all times, um, which is your phone. And I, I just... Personally, I don't see too much of a use for that third camera, but what they're doing with the software in terms of like, um, you know, the th- the next cameras are always going to be ready, right? So if you are shooting your standard 35, 35 to 40 miller, 27, whatever, um, and you're pulling back to 16 millimeters, it's already calibrated for you. Super important, especially if you're going to be doing video. You know, you want to be an iPhone cinematographer. <laughs> kind of at this point like I mean the iPhone 11 is like 1500 if you really want like if you're shooting an entire film you know but most people are just going to get like the 64 model first and foremost it kind of bugs me they don't have a 128 because that's like the sweet spot but (laughs) I guess that's Apple but anyways um I think that's going to be really phenomenal the software integration and everything is going to be great the follow focus is going to teach you a lot and I think it's gonna it's a good choice that they made. Uh, I'm more of a fan of the iPhone 11. See this is, ugh, man, it's kind of hard to go back from XR XS to just regular numbers. but I, I'm, I'm really a fan of the 11. Um, and we're gonna talk about pricing and all this stuff and different options as we go along. Uh, Better face ID system. Uh, I have the iPhone XR and I will say like, Face ID is kind of like magic, right? Like we, we would have lost our minds like 10 years ago if you told me I'm going to open my phone with my face because nobody else has my face unless you have like a twin. Um, but it is like crazy. Uh, there are some times where it's a little inconvenience driving. Uh, it is like the most inconvenient thing in the world because, you know, you're driving a two-ton vehicle, three-ton vehicle. Um, and then when you're on your desk, you know, uh, they do say that with iOS 13, it's gonna be much better improved. Uh, if you get the latest iPhone, it's gonna be way more improved. Um, I can't afford it. So we'll wait for the reviews and see how that goes. Um, but, I, but I hope that the, and this is, we're driving into, you know, 2020 territory, that they do do the fingerprint under the glass because I'm, I think Touch ID was really a, really big uh, gold standard for everything. So we're we're going to talk about that later Um, And it has pre-built iOS 13 Uh, I'm really excited for iOS 13 Uh, I'm just waiting for dark mode That's kind of like the biggest thing I'm actually looking forward to Because oh man everything's just too bright And uh, yeah iOS 13 Um, Okay so here's your buying guide for this iPhone It looks great It's awesome great great choices with the cameras but I think you should be waiting for the 2020 iPhone there's a lot of speculation there was a lot of speculation for this event as well there's a lot of speculation a lot of new things that are going to be coming a lot of better technologies that are coming to the next iPhone Um, and let's uh let's kind of backtrack here Um, I did have an iPhone 6 updated to an iPhone XR and you know, people are going to give, you know, have their opinions, talk smack about the iPhone XR because of the names and all that stuff. But to me, it is like one of the most phenomenal phones I've ever used in my entire life. It, it's it's literally magic like the battery life. To me, that's kind of the most important thing, right? Like the like to me the camera, it's great. It's going to be it's always going to be great. Uh, an iPhone camera is always going to be like the best choice. For me personally, it handles the skin tones the best. It handles the highlights, everything compared to the but the pixel does that just as well sometimes even better but to me the iPhone has been like the standard for video and photo and when I got this XR I was just blown away by the battery life sometimes I go a day and a half um, I don't really charge my phone overnight um, and that's because by the time I get home I'm still at like a good like 30 50 percent and you know it's bad for the battery to like constantly charted to 100 Um, so I'm just blown away by what they're able to do with the battery it's insane insane and after like that whole scandal with the battery thing um, I think they're really trying to push that to be more efficient with the batteries to be better with the batteries to have the software talk to the battery a lot better and to be more energy efficient Um, so do you really want a new iPhone if you do here is sort of my suggestion there's a certain lineup, there's a cutoff, right? And that's why I also upgraded, because the iPhone 6 will no longer be getting uh, iOS updates. So iOS 13, no longer available to the iPhone 6. So if you have an iPhone 6, if you really liked your iPhone 6, but you are like, okay, maybe I wanna try Face ID. And let me tell you, I was like, do I really, does it really make a difference to have a whole screen compared to like chins? Because I was about to get like an iPhone 7 Plus, it was cheaper but then I found a deal and then I got the iPhone XR and the iPhone XR having a full I like it can't can't go back to just a, like a regular phone with bezels like it's it's a completely different experience with the video the way you interact the swiping it's it kind of completely changed everything Um, and I'm, I'm really happy with the purchase now okay going back to you do you have an iPhone 6 okay you do do you really need it? Do you really want that full screen? If so, you should be getting an iPhone XR and that's because it's still gonna get the updates. The iPhone XR is probably gonna be two years old which means it's gonna have a really great resale value when the 2020 iPhone gets gets to you, right? And the iPhone XR is really phenomenal. Like, you know, the XS looks a little bit better. The, the XR kind of looks like the chubby brother. I've been the Chubby Brother, so I know. Um, but it's a really phenomenal phone in every way, shape, and form. If you desperately want that, uh, those two lenses, because you're a portrait photographer with an iPhone, I guess, um, I would just get the iPhone 7, 7 Plus, whatever you want. Um, because it's still going to get those software updates, it's still going to have a pretty good resale value. The If you look at the cutoff date, it's probably gonna be iPhone SE that gets cut off next and then iPhone 7 if you want to play it safe get the iPhone 8 still a great phone it's still gonna perform really well and Apple is making the software see I keep on talking about software because there's where the magic lies right um, it's just gonna be a lot better uh, resale value software and the 2020 iPhone okay this is what's gonna happen they're gonna get USB C reverse wireless charging and what, what else is here reverse charging uh hopefully a redesign and yeah it's just gonna be and hopefully you know like the cameras don't look like stoves in the back but the iPhone is gonna get a lot better and USB-C is where everything is gonna go um and hopefully they'll have the fingerprint magnet fingerprint the touch ID underneath the magnets the magnet the phone why do you keep on saying magnet um but it's going to be a lot better. It's going to be a lot more future-proof. The battery is probably going to be a lot better. Uh, the cameras are going to be better. They're always phenomenal. Um, but that's that's just me. Get an iPhone SE. Because that, that may be the next cutoff. Depending on your style. Depending on what you want. iPhone 7 Plus. iPhone 8 if you really want to play it safe. If you find like an iPhone X. They discontinued it. I don't know why. Um, I think that's a really great phone. If you can get it like... You have a friend that might be updating giving it to you for 500 bucks that's a really solid 500 i don't know go make friends or whatnot but it is going to be a really great deal i would not get this iphone i would but i wouldn't um i i think it's it's worth the wait to wait for the 2020 iphone because of all these uh new products that are going to be coming out um so yeah get it get it from ebay get it from a friend um make sure that they're legit on ebay go through their all their records because i do see some iphones being sold but they're like from china and um you know iCloud hacking is a thing so um it's impossible to get it back um so yeah second if you want to get rid of the chin oh yeah yeah, so yeah so yeah refurbished or like a certified dealer so you know you're getting a good deal um i don't know if Apple's still doing the battery thing where they replace your battery, but if you can get that battery replaced, it'll be pretty good. Um, yeah, so enough talk about the iPhone. Um, let's let's sort of move on to privacy. Uh, I'm, um, you know, on Apple's website they say that privacy is a human right, and uh, I think I've talked about this before on the podcast, but this there was no audio video version of the podcast I think. Um, so I think Tim Cook, you know, for what he gets, you know, he's a public figure. He gets a lot of opinions, but I just want to say, I think the man is looking a hundred years into the future, you know, um, just studying privacy. Oh, the Edward Snowden book. Yeah. That's, that's pretty exciting. Uh, I bought it. I'll review it. I'll talk about it. Um, I I just think the man is, is looking a hundred years into the future. Everything's going digital. Everything that you touch, see, talk about is online. Every message that you sent is easily trackable. And although, you know, Apple might not, you know, it's kind of hard to reinvent the wheel, right? You know, the first iPhone was literally reinventing the cell phone. What you think about when you see a cell phone, right? It's like a car, right? Like when you think of a, a car now, like kids will think of a Tesla. Like a Tesla is a car, like a Tesla that's quiet. That'll be a car for them. An electric car will be what a car means, Um, To us, it's like a gas guzzling thing, you know, I feel like a primate when I'm driving a gas car I'm saying that like I'm gonna get a Tesla sometime soon, but I'm (laughs) I'm not gonna get it anytime soon Um, but he's Tim Cook is really looking a hundred years into the future because you know Okay, I'm just gonna throw an example here. Let's say you have some sort you you go to your doctor You're talking to your doctor. He says, you know, you have this sort of illness um, it's going to cost you more. You decide to, you know, research it. You know, healthcare in America is not all that great. So you research it, you look into it, you look into the causes, and then the search engine knows that you're looking for that. So they're able to sell that information to advertisers. The advertisers or an insurance company can buy that information, and they can easily backtrack it to you. And it sounds like crazy, like a government. I'm not Alex Jones, I swear. But it's just something that you really have to think about when you're searching these things up. Okay, continue with the with the example, but they'll get the information, they'll deny you access to healthcare, they'll deny you access to whatever they want, and that's because the government is not, you know, technology moves at such a fast speed, you know, Moore's Law, it moves super quickly, and I think Tim Cook is really looking into the best interest of the company, you know, of the company, and the people, and the users, and that's why you pay a premium. We could also talk about, the security flaw, that happened a few weeks ago. Um, I'm honestly disappointed in that. <laughs> I, can't, I can't really say too much to that. I didn't really see it. One of my friends was like, you do know that they had a huge security flaw that Google found out about? And I'm like, they did? Um, I didn't know. I, I, I'm i not going to talk about it because I'm not well informed on it. And, I sh- and, um, and yeah, but anyways... He's really looking 100 years into the future. Think about it when you're buying an Android or uh, an iPhone. I know it's very difficult. I know that Apple Maps is not the best sometimes. Um, And that's because of the lack of data and the fact that they're not collecting your information to sell it to a retailer. And they're not hogging your information. So, he's really looking forward to the future. That's all i got to say. But just, Yeah. Buy an iPhone. Easiest way. You get the blue bubble. Um, But yeah, I think this is not long enough to be called a podcast. Um, But let's talk about something else that I've I've also been thinking about a lot, which is generally switching to uh, Final Cut. Right right now I just have iMovie. I actually canceled my... uh, adobe subscription and um i think you know when adobe switched over to the creative cloud i'm all like this is phenomenal this is really great it's gonna be like the best thing in the world and i was like okay um i'll buy into it you get software updates you get the latest updates you get customer service along with it um but as i've gotten older i i understand why like all those old people were like we should just buy it one time and i think the the point of entry is a lot better at this point you know ten dollars gets you photoshop and lightroom um but at the same time uh it you kind of don't own the product you know you're, you're subscribing to it that means you're getting permission to use it and to me um i just feel like i've spent a lot more than if i just bought it the first time like if i just bought it as, as one product right and I, I think that's what they're getting at so, um, I think I will be switching to final cut pro just because I'm really annoyed at the scrip- subscription service. You know, I think there's a lot more tutorials to, for Adobe after effects and all that stuff. But if I'm really thinking about the creative process, I'm not very graphic intensive. I just need something that's going to work. I've tested it before. Um, I feel like I can get over, you know, my previous review and really start using you know the product because it's just going to be you know i work in the apple ecosystem so to me it's about rendering time it's about how it's going to work together and you know everybody that tries it says rendering times are a lot better and that's kind of where i spend most of my time anyway it's just waiting for the render so I, th- I think it's time to switch over to final cuts just because of that because i'm just i'm just tired of subscription models you know like You know, it's, it's just annoying, you know, all millennials subscribe to like 10 things at once, right? So that's, that's just kind of like the big deal right now. And I think that's, that's a feel that Apple has been slacking on because, you know, MacBook Pro, Mac Pro, iPhone Pro, um, I think they're kind of forgetting about the pro users and I would really love to see like the revival of Aperture, the revival of iPhoto, Maybe like iPhoto Pro or like ProPhoto or something like that, where it'll just be like Adobe, like the like Lightroom, but Apple, and it only costs a one-time purchase, you know, like like Final Cut, it's a one-time purchase, and I think it would have been a lot better of a choice, personally, um, but I think they should really focus on that. If I'm just being completely honest, That would they have a competitor in the pro market? Because Adobe kind of blows everyone out of the water. Um, they have a really good monopoly. I think the I think I lost it. Okay, okay. This is where this, this is where I really lost it. The headphones are coming off. Just kidding. Okay, this this is where I really lost it. I was trying to open a PDF. All right, the most universal document file format in the world. I was uh I was trying to open that. I was just trying to edit one thing, you know, add my signature to it. And I'm like, okay, it's kind open up Adobe Acrobat. And they're like, Adobe Acrobat does not come with your subscription. Dude, what the heck? That's like, I use it, Adobe Acrobat all the time. And then um, sometimes I can't, sometimes I don't even have Wi-Fi. And I'll just try to be signing something on my computer. And I'll try to airdrop it. And I'm just like. That's where I lost it, dude. You should just give me Adobe Acrobat free. And I know there's other file formats, but Adobe Acrobat works the best. And I'm just like, I'm not going to pay $10 more to use Adobe Acrobat. What the hell? It's not even that great of a program. Um, But, uh, yeah, that's where I lost it. So I'm switching over to Final Cut Pro. Um, But I think, you know, we're back with the podcast. We're uh, going to be back with reviews as well. I really don't know what to review. I really got into minimalism. So, I don't know what I'm going to review. Like, these headphones? I already reviewed these headphones. Um, For right now, we're just going to be continuing the podcast. I think that's the easiest. Um, I think that's like the easiest thing to do right now. Um, This is all going to be on Anchor, uh, Spotify, you know, uh, whatever you listen to podcasts on. Uh, It's also going to be on YouTube. Uh, You can search me up, uh, tweet at me. Uh, if you really want to, all my 11 followers. Um, and yeah, let's get try to get Elon Musk on hot ones. Um, let me know if you have any questions about the iPhone 11. Because honestly, you should just wait. You should wait for the 2020. Because USB-C is, is really going to take over the world. It already is. I'm using a USB-C computer. Um, this microphone is in USB-C. But it's coming. I see it already. Um, and it's, trust me, it's going to be a much better economic purchase. Um, because iPhones retain their value their for a really long time. And it's just going to be, a, a, like the iOS 13 is look, looking really phenomenal. Like I've seen Apple, uh, what is it? Everything Apple Pro. So it's, it's going to be a good product. Just wait for 2020. And yeah. Oh shoot, I forgot to talk about the Apple Watch. Yeah, I didn't, I, did, I was expecting a lot more this year. To be honest um, And it didn't happen uh, I thought they were going to do like Sleep tracking and glucose and blood pressure They already have the ECG in there Or EKG, whatever the heck it's called Um But yeah um, I'm not, I, I think it's just a gap year It's just a filler year Wait for the 2020 uh, Apple Watch 2 Or just get the previous one Because they're on discount uh, But that's it for, for this week's podcast Um Maybe I'll do more. I uh, have some free time this week. Maybe like daily podcast. I don't know how Joe Rogan does this every week. I mean every day. Like Sometimes he'll do like two podcasts. I'm like, dude, how do you, how do, you do it? Well, this, well, he has two people. So it's, it's a lot easier. Um, but that's it. Uh, thank you so much for watching. Uh, again, tweet at me. Talk to me. Leave me an Anchor Voice message. And I have to go and try to figure out iMovie. Because I'm trying to sync this to my phone so hopefully it works um but yeah thank you so much for your time and your attention my name is Isaac Mahongis, and i'll catch you in the next one